this I call the shots, I never call it quits Trust my intuition, bet it's right and bitch it often is Seen too many others come and go, they had the wrong intent Do it out of love and never for it, then I watch it get Bigger than expected, no second guess it, I let it set it It's God's plan, we out here only accepting blessings I'm stuck with it, this mindset is terminal In and out different terminals, leveling up is personal Now I already made it, y'all can miss me Smack my girl's ass, tell her pinch me It's hard to believe I made something from nothing No hindsight discussions, I've been writing, I love it Welcome to the 3 Gig Sports Podcast Where we are never wrong, just sometimes misinformed We got Jimmy, Rio, and Danny G in the house What's up tonight, boys? Uh, I'm not doing too bad Uh, I, I think the shepherd... Family's taking a little bit of a beating, but well, the toilet, but yeah, the toilet, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was, man, but something came through the house. It was it spicy guacamole. Yeah, I thought it was, but I don't know, man. That's tough. Was it? Do you think it was something you ate, or like a quick mm. flu thing, or what? I so I heard there was like a stomach bug going around, hitting several families. Uh, <coughs> you know, we ate at a restaurant first time, and I guess probably a little bit. So I don't know something like that, but. So it's about hit everybody but one. So I'm the middle child. Damn. My little shithole. <laughs> He's surviving everything. He's surviving everything. That's how it goes He's here, too. Our oldest never gets sick when everybody gets sick. When she does, it's like her own thing, and she's down for two days. But never when everybody else gets sick. It's fucking weird. Yeah. I don't get it. Interesting. Let's kick this bitch off, though. Let's talk NBA. We got playoffs yeah. coming up. Um, there's a big, big amount of teams here that are really tight, especially in the West. Yeah. Um, that's where it's getting interesting. And the first thing I thought of tonight was we just got news, and we're going to start with the Mavericks again, Rio. I'm sorry. Luca is only going to play in the first quarter, right? So yeah. what's you've got a little inside scoop there. What's going on there? Yeah, so um, what they're, they're resting Tim Hardaway, Josh Green, Maxi Kleber, Christian Wood, uh, and then obviously Irving, and then old boy is going to play just the first quarter. And everybody's like, well, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Because uh, you have a shot to make the playoffs. Wouldn't you play for it? Um, so Dallas owes New York Knicks a top 10 pro- uh, protected pick as a payment for the Porzingis trade. So they've got to slide inside that top 10 to keep it, right? Well, losing only protects that, right? So it sounds like that's kind of what they're doing. Uh, their attention, it uh, seems like, is turned to focusing on Kyrie, re-signing him, and then keeping this first-round pick. So how does that work with a, like in this situation, top 10 protected pick, right? So this year, okay, they're good. But then next year, same situation, they could end up having to give that top 10 like how, how, uh, so how, I don't know if it passes off or if it passes off or how many years it, it goes okay. on or, or whatever it is. If it's just a one year deal, um, you get it, you know, if it's outside the top 10 or however that works, not sure exactly how it works. So it passes on, um, to the next year, but okay. Yeah. That's, uh, I think that's what's happening. They're, they're playing for that pick, you know, especially not knowing if you're going to lose Luca or not Luca. Um, Irving, yeah, Kyrie Irving. So then you're going to want that pick, right, potentially as a trade for someone else or something like that. So, I, You said Luka at first, a slip of the tongue, but I think you're really close to potentially losing him. He's ever since 
midway through when Kyrie got over there, Luca has not looked the same. He even mentioned one day, he's like, I'm just not having fun. Like, I kind of wonder if their focus on extending Kyrie is going to hurt Luca because if it doesn't go well, he's out, right? You know, I saw an interesting rumor that, uh, gosh, who was it? Some big names wanted to come and play in Dallas. Um, potentially LeBron, perhaps. Um, that'd be a little bit later to join him. But who's the other big name? We're basically bringing someone in, and then LeBron would potentially want to come join. And just to play with Luka, Kyrie, you know, basically form a big three, potentially four, perhaps. Yeah, I don't know. Um, that would, you know, what that would make sense if they extend Kyrie, mm-hmm. LeBron gets the best of both worlds, Kyrie, and they potentially draft his son, right? Mm-hmm. Son's first, second year, whatever in the league, that team could roll through a championship, right? So that okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how I believe the rumor, how much I believe it, but I mean, it was definitely intriguing to think about. Okay, well, you know, and it, it does surprise me. Everybody's like, oh, that was small, small market. Kind of, sort of. I mean, it's a big, Kinda, big city, yeah. big area. But and you look at it, the taxes, you know, that you save, they don't take out. Why more people don't want to come play in Dallas? That's always been Agreed. my question. I I don't get it, especially an owner that has uh, proven that it, winning is number one to him. Like, and any winning also, is number one. They but, have the best, but uh, training he, staff. But he also takes care of his players after they leave, like right. after they're not there anymore, after yeah. their career is over. Right. He brings them back. He's kind of like the – this may not be the perfect example, but kind of like the Al Davis of the NBA. Yeah. You know, they, they his players yeah. come back. They, they, they're some way involved with the franchise. And right. that's what he does with his, with his own loyal – his own players that are loyal throughout their career with him. Right. It, Michael Finley, I so think, dabbling down there doing some stuff. Surprising. I mean, you talk about that, but I don't know if you know how well our training staff goes. I mean, it's always the, the guys for the um, overseas stuff, um, Olympic stuff. It, it's always the training staff for that. Uh, I don't know how many times I've heard people go into Dallas to see the head. I can't remember what his name is, but the head trainer and surgeon for Dallas Mavericks is, like, well-known, and people go actually see him from other sports get stuff done mm-hmm. um so just i mean to add to a list of of things why more people don't choose dallas it's weird it is uh, i've always wondered why they they weren't able to pull more people i think the Kyrie thing has to happen i think you banked you banked a lot into bringing and bringing a two a, a clear-cut number two yeah or easy number two and to compliment Doncic. They need time for that, not at a trade deadline. Yeah, you need a season for two players like that. To uh, you need off season, right? Think. Exactly. You need I don't even think chemi- you need a season. You need you need chemistry. That's yeah. what I'm yep. saying. To where the shit doesn't count. Maybe it's perfect, like what you just said. Uh, the off season, where does it count? Where you guys get to like get to know each other and shit like that. It's so hard to build that as like mega head superstars to build that in a halfway through a season. Right. That is so difficult. This isn't trading um, puzzle pieces, you know, as in like role players that you like need to work out in that half season. This is like two big time stars that need to figure out how to play with each other. And you don't get that in the first half of a or not first half, but in a right. half of a season. Yeah. They, they need yeah. to sign them. They, I believe they will sign them. The only way they don't is uh, well, Cubans pitch has to be the state taxes. And the yeah. reason why you bring that up, I'm like, hey, you came from Brooklyn, right? 
Look how yeah. much you were paying up there. Yeah, and good. you went without paying for a little bit. We can help you recoup that. Hell yeah. You know? I yeah. think I think they have the best shot of uh, keeping him. Keeping him around. If, you know, I think kid's a problem, too. I think the coaching. Um, I just You look at some of the things he's doing. I mean, we have one, one of our rookies. is averaging like 11 minutes a game, but he's shooting the best three-pointers percentage. 53 or something, something seen and playing 11 minutes a game or something like that. And it's like, give, give him some more minutes. What the hell are you doing? <coughs> yeah. He kind of has that, like vet, vet mentality. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like for sure. Kind of like what Kirk Ferentz does with the quarterbacks. Right. Yeah. Kind of the same thing. But kid has always kind of been like that ever since he's been a coach. If you go back and look, he has a plateau. Yeah. He's not a championship winning coach. You know no. what I'm saying? And like he can get, he can help train your team he's that perfect stepping stone for that like getting them all to where the this is what we do now you need to bring in the dude that can actually set you over the edge maybe that's something they look at too i'm gonna lean towards yes i actually i'm gonna lean towards yes i'm gonna lean towards cubans because he's got to sell Kyrie on staying there he's got to sell if you said Doncic is not happy he's got to sell Doncic on this is what we got going on this is what our plan is we're trying to keep our top 10 protected pick this is the reason why we're also doing this that either can be trade bait for this or it's still um, high-end talent that would be coming in. And this is what we plan on doing with a coach, too. That's the only way you keep these type of guys right here. I think they'd be very hard to beat. Yeah. Yeah, very man. I agree. I think the – I think Jason Kidd hasn't helped the situation at all. With what you said with the rookie is a big deal, right? But also when Kyrie came over, immediately when he started playing – he was the fourth quarter guy too. Kyrie's like, I think he leads the league in scoring in the fourth quarter, which is like, okay, that's fair. But Luca wasn't far off. And when you don't give Luca the shots and you don't keep him going because he needs a ball in his hand, right? That can throw off your chemistry and everything too. I, I thought when they got together, it was so similar to, because I think Luca is really a mirror image of LeBron. Like he needs a ball in his hand. He dishes, he rebounds, he does everything. And so the Kyrie matchup could be perfect. So maybe you're right in the sense that the offseason could fix things. Yeah, yeah. dude. They, I think they're God, playing too potential. much small ball. And it goes back to coaching. Playing too much small ball. I don't know if we feel like we're getting bit by too many big guys not panning out for Zingas, uh, Christian Wood, stuff like that. I, I don't know if we that's what's going on, but they, they just played too much small ball. And I know you got to use some of that, but you also need to have some big guys in the middle. And I don't know. Just not working out, but extremely tight race, though, is uh, coming down here to the wire through the West, definitely. I mean, you have the 7 and 8 seed both tied, uh, L.A. Lakers and Pelicans at 41 and 39. Mm-hmm. Um, Minnesota right behind them at 40 and 40, and Oklahoma City, 39-42, sitting in that 10 spot. So oh, go ahead. I have an interesting question for you, gentlemen. Is there in any world that you see – the Timberwolves making a run with their current roster. Because the reason why I ask is that you, I mean, I don't know if you know all the players that they do have on there. They have a pretty talented group. They do. So trying to dig somebody out of, like, especially that play-in tournament, I think the Lakers can. I think they're hitting a different level. Uh, if you guys seen, like, there's 7-3 last time. They're, like, 16-8 and eight since the trade deadline. I uh, think top – Three in the league since the trade. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, uh, so besides the Lakers, I'm trying to take the Lakers out of this conversation. Yeah, because I think that if they want to start it off so horrible in this beginning part of the season, you remember that where they won like one game in 13 games or some bullshit like yeah. that. 
Um, if you took that out, they would actually be in the, probably in the top four-ish range if you took if they got some wins out of there. So what I'm asking you is out of those playing ones, is there any one of those that you think that actually could make some noise in the West first? Is Golden State playing or are they six right now? They still have a shot. Yeah. They are technically at six right six now. Right now. Um, well, see, because isn't uh, Zion out for the play-in game? Yes. See, that, that influences my decision a whole no, lot. I think he's going to be out longer. So they said today that they're going to continue his rehab. Right, but they what they said right. is he wouldn't be ready for the play-in tournament. Yeah, that's all. That's they, that's all they get. Okay, they said. okay. You that know what? Doesn't mean they're not going to go beyond that, but that's what the information they for gave. now. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And it, say Chet's going to play. Give me OKC to just the young kids thriving and you know that atmosphere. Maybe taking somebody to the brink or knocking somebody off. Um, you know, not making a horribly big run, but you know, winning a series. You know, winning the play-in game. Perhaps winning a series, um, just the young kids, you know, kind of just playing. Naive enough to. Yep, just kind of balling, and you know, they they play in that, that big March Madness tournament, right? So every game is a win or go home, and so they kind of have that, you know, more than the NBA players have, right? Because it's always seven games, you know. But at the end of the year, the, those college kids they get every game, boom, 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 is win or go home, and so maybe they won't feel that pressure as much and can just kind of flow free okay. play. Um, I just don't trust t- uh, Timberwolves kind of like a Minnesota Vikings uh, differential. The point differential. Cut that out. Shit. Cut that right? out. They just, you can't, I don't know. I just can't trust a team that goes negative. Um, hard to trust a team that goes negative and too many close games. So, yeah, I don't know. I do like what they have. I don't think they should have went after Gobert, but. I think that was not a good great trade. But anyways, I think uh, OKC potentially, like I said, the Zion deal. Otherwise, I would have been with the Pelicans, yeah. I think. Yeah, I don't like Minnesota. They're too soft. Um, I think they need to get rid of Cat. I think and so, And they'll too. be a lot better. I think so, too. Um, but so if we're thinking a team in the play-in that could make a run, I, I do like OKC, especially if Chad can come back and he's fresh. Yeah. Jesus, they're so young and talented. That could be right. amazing. Um, but just to go off the wall, because people are saying this isn't even a play-in team, but nobody is picking Sacramento to do shit because of how young they are. Mm-hmm. I think they will make a legit run. I don't know. I don't think they could make the finals, just because you got to be, you got to have some veteran leadership, and they don't really have much. But I think they're going to surprise some people in the playoffs, and I think Memphis is going to shut the bed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm there with you on Memphis. So I think I think Memphis is going to shit the bed too because it, first off you almost have to you almost have to believe that because if you hate Donovan Mitchell then you definitely have to believe the same thing about John Morant and the Grizzlies because they underperform in the playoffs also yeah right hundred percent same concept they're all bark but, but every yeah but everyone at the top this is the reason why I'm not going to disagree with you at all is we've talked about Denver until they prove it right talk about we just talked about the Grizzlies. The Suns are still trying to figure themselves out. I mean, they're doing fine. I mean, the forty. I mean, they have climbed in the rankings, and it is still KD at the end of the day. We'll see. But it's obviously widely known that Chris Paul has never won, right? Never won a championship. So, KD being that guy with the knowledge, 
I don't know if he trusts that volatility and that mind right there to be the guy. You know what I'm saying? The mental part of it, not the not to be the guy to score and shit like that, but to teach you how to become a champion. He had to go over here to do it, just like LeBron had to do, go to Miami. Yep. But he carried on to another one. Where has where did KD carry it on after he left the Warriors? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then the Clippers, you'd never know. You have some angry pieces there. I mean, if they're all healthy, maybe they can make a run also. But They're deep, too. I still, I'm going to sound like a fanboy, but mine has to be the Lakers. If they all play like they're supposed to play. And Anthony Davis is playing at a ridiculous level right now, by the way. I swear, I swear to God, every time I look at the stat sheet, 40 points. 40 points, 13 rebounds, a couple blocks. Everyone just kind of playing their role. Like... And you don't hear, you're not hearing and seeing a bunch of drama. That could all come unglued at any moment, right. you know. Especially yeah. with LeBron, can you play defense, especially in the playoffs? Because that's when we need you to. You've had quite a quite a few games off. Can we go ahead and get some defense out of you? We'll see. But until proven otherwise, they have some pieces that. that Rob Polinka pulled some shit out of his ass. He did. At the trade deadline, and I think they have some nice-ass pieces for it. I know you want to hop on the Warriors one, but they, they've been kind of— Hold on. Let me sell you. Let me sell you a little bit more, okay? Ooh. So they've been dog shit on the road this year. Not, I was going to bring this it was up. Like, it was like 9-25 nine. Nine or nine something. Nine wins. It's insane. But <laughs> I don't know if you've heard the rumors about uh, Wiggins, right? Um there's a lot of rumors and speculation as to why he's not playing, mm-hmm. and uh, they're pretty funny. I shouldn't say funny. I'd be pissed. But <laughs> anyway, he's about to come back. And so when you're in, whether it's the NBA, NFL, whatever, what carries you on the road is your defense, and Wiggins is a huge fucking part of that defense. Mm-hmm. So if he's able to come back, I feel even better about the Warriors pick because nobody's counting them in either, and they're going to use that. Even though they're a fucking dynasty at that point, they're going to use that. I really think so. Okay. The reason why I have to disagree with it is literally what you just said, all in the same sense. Nine wins on the road. Nine. Every team that is – there's no other team that has less than double-digit wins on the road except for the bottom two feeders in the West, and that is the Spurs and the Rockets. Everyone else has at least double digits. In fact, the next closest – the next closest on the road, 14. 14 wins. So they are five beneath that. One player is not swapping that, especially with the pedigree of the Warriors. Something isn't quite right. I don't know if age has caught him and all this mesh yeah. isn't quite there anymore. Oh, it's the video, right? Which one? It's the Draymond thing. That fucked him up this year, didn't it? Oh, yeah, the punch? Because he was kind of that leader, that bravado on the floor. Yeah. Kind of think people don't take him as serious anymore, right? Like, it's not it's not there like anymore. Like, he didn't even knock him out. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Beach. <laughs> All right, so uh, sliding <laughs> over to the Eastern Conference where every, um, everybody in is already decided. Yeah. Um, just, I think, determining order yet? Um, yes. A little bit, but... A little bit. I think it's just the 8 and 9, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it looks like yeah, it that. Looks like it's just eight so eight everything else but through 10 is clinched. But um, you got Miami sitting at 7, Atlanta, Toronto, and then Chicago. Rounding out the 10 there. Um, so I guess stick with your same question. I have a team sitting outside that top six right now that could make a run. I'm going to go with the Heat. I'm going to take the low-hanging fruit before you guys talk. Low-hanging fruit of Miami Heat. 
Uh, they've been there. They've done it. Um, they've they've made uh, they've made other teams life hell in previous years. They've even made it to the finals themselves. And what did they just do last night? I know they beat some. They destroyed they the Sixers. Destroyed, destroyed yeah. the Sixers. They get clicking. They get everyone doing what the what they need to be doing. Um, they're one of the best. They're one of the best defensive teams in the league. It's the Cavaliers and then them for like points scored against them. So, yeah, uh, I, my, I'm gonna take a little hanging fruit on that one. I'm gonna say the Heat. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I'm gonna have to go there too. I mean, with with Jimmy, yeah. I mean, standing there, he's done it. He's led a team. Um, if anybody can do it, he can do it again. Um, you know, I I just think you know we kind of flipped in the times where it used to be Western Conference so loaded, but if you look there at the top, you know, Milwaukee, Boston, Philly, all sitting there, you've got a run through. Hey, um, you, hey, you forgot a team. Say it out loud. <laughs> no, he did not forget a team. <laughs> <laughs> did not forget a team. But I mean, you got a young, hungry team in the Knicks. There, still sitting there, and I'm still not going to say him. <laughs> Cavaliers, baby. Ca- That's Cavaliers what are young, though. Uh, but all I mean, in. still, it's. It's a gauntlet now, you know, you think about it. But if anybody could do it, you know, Jimmy could do it. Again, Miami's, they have the guys who've been there and done that. So, yeah, definitely probably the most fit team to be able to do it. Yeah, so run me through the bottom four again. So Bulls, Heat. Raptors, Hawks. (laughs) Fuck it. Okay, so my 1B I'll go with is the Bulls because <laughs> uh, it's obviously the Heat that could make a run, right? Jimmy, yes, you got to have a faith yes. in Jimmy B. No, um, love, no love for Trey Young? No, man, I don't think he's the answer. I think he's uh, – he reminds me of a, almost a Russell Westbrook. He needs a ball in his – he's a stat stuffer, you know? I, I'm, I'm kind of getting with you. It's, he's a way poorer version of Steph Curry, and that's not a good thing. Right. Like, yeah. Steph Curry is very special for one reason, right? Like, his ability to do shit, like, uh, create a shot for himself and make you look ridiculous when you do it. Trey tries too hard to even do that stuff, so it, is, it doesn't come off smooth. Right, but it then doesn't, doesn't get it the doesn't, wins either. Yeah, it doesn't get the wins, and it doesn't amplify your team, Yeah, right? Yeah, he needs to be the second star on a team, I think, not the first. Yeah. And they, they don't have enough help there. Mm-hmm. Uh, DeRozan, though, I think could do some things. He's won before, right? He played yep. with Pop. Um and the Bulls still have some pieces. I thought they'd be better than they were this year anyhow. I'd take them besides the Heat to make a run. Okay. okay. Yeah. Who's your clear, who's your clear you cut in the East? Bucks. That, that's your clear cut? You Dang. answered that really fucking quickly. Yes. Yeah. That's really quickly. Yeah. Even if you want to give no love to the Cavs, those top three are really difficult, right? Really not, difficult. Not to him. Not Boston. Not Boston. I don't have any faith in Boston, no. Not nope. Boston, jeez. Yeah, I don't know, man. I would have what's to go. In your, what's in your cup over there? I would say <laughs> the Bucks and the Sixers are the top two. Okay. I don't have that much faith in Boston. I don't think they can do what they did last year again. Okay. He's just not feeling it. Yeah, not feeling it. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I think I'd go Celtics. Honestly. Okay. Uh, I think Philly. You know, at some point, Joel Embiid's kind of banged up. You know. Um, Going into the playoffs, they're only going to have to lean on them some more, you know. So I think that takes them out of the top two for me. I do like Milwaukee, but I just uh, I don't know something just, about them. Is just something about them. Just something about <laughs> the Bucks, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm not as something. a big believer in the Bucks. Uh, you know, I, I think in a seven game series against the same team, I just don't have the faith for them to win win that. You know, um, 
And I think that's where the Celtics have possibly more ways to beat you. Um, and it's in a long series like that. Let's let's divvy this up evenly then. This is gonna be really hard for me to. First off, the Cavs are one B, one B to my. What's in your cup? Uh, <laughs> it would be. I have to admit, it would be really cool if it was like Sacramento and Cleveland or something yeah, in the just finals. Off just the, all yeah, young just off guys the, off yeah. the radar yeah. together, but two good young teams. You know what I'm saying? There'd be a lot of energy in that. Uh, I'm gonna roll with the Sixers because of Yuck, what I, I am. You're doing it. I am gonna Ugh. roll with the Sixers. Um, Milwaukee. There's something about them. I'm with you. Like the, they're just. I I love Giannis. I love. It's almost like. I don't know. It. it yeah. I don't, yeah. There's it's something, just something. Just, there's just something that just doesn't feel like 100 percent confident. Like when when they walk in, when Giannis walks in, it isn't like you're feeling tonight. He's doing something stupid right now. Like when you need it to happen, not in a. I, I don't know. It's just something. Maybe it's too long in the tooth. I don't know if it's a combination of all that. Boston is a very dangerous team. I think I have a little more respect for them, but I think Philly. I, th- I think this is the one where they finally. Because I was thinking about this the other day. Have you heard anything about James Harden this year at all? No, and that's really good for them. That's exactly yeah. what I'm getting at right yeah. there. So I had to look up. I'm like, is he even been playing? Maybe he's been injured because that's leads the league part, assists, right? baby. He is. Yeah, and he's and he's fit into this, and you don't even know that he's playing anymore. As in, like, he's not the he's not the jelly roll out there causing a scene about the fucking the strip club and the goddamn all you can eat buffet thing going on. He's not throwing a fit up in Nets land. All of a sudden, we haven't even heard anything from him. He's just playing basketball, right? He's doing his job. That uh, that Maxi is another year of um, of getting better and better. Everyone they have their role players. It seems pretty damn solidified. They have, and I li- I'm just saying I like their shot. I really do. All led by Embiid, the dude that I I think me and Danny have had debates about. But I think Embiid is on uh, every year. He's gotten better, and he has been staying. Relatively healthy the last few years. I mean, what he got banged up last year towards the end too. Didn't yeah. he do something like his foot yeah. or he did or hand or something? He did yeah. something. Yeah. And he might be a little banged up now, but I think he's fighting. He's literally fighting through everything that he's doing. He's he's putting the team on his back when they need to. And it looks like it's a thousand percent him, and that it's not James Harden in any way, shape, or form, which is a good thing. Yeah, because he's just sitting back here, just collecting his stuff and and dishing and. This is where I give Harden credit because he's acknowledging that, right? Yes. I'm not the guy. It's Embiid's team. I never thought he would be able to do that. Dude, this is huge, yeah. Because Harden could go off for 50 if he wanted to, right? He hasn't. That's the only thing that makes me nervous because he's not a winner in the playoffs either. Harden isn't. That's true. But now that he doesn't have to be the guy in the playoffs, we'll see. That, That East is a hell of a lot tougher to pick. We, I think we all have to admit on that. I think it's a lot easier, to, a lot harder to pick in the East this year than it is in the West. I think, yeah. I think the West is kind of wide open, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. I, so it's, but it's not hard. Yeah, yeah. I've got to admit, I think the Lakers are the probably the scariest team. Nobody wants to play right now in the playoffs because AD is getting healthy, LeBron's healthy, especially though AD. Like less about LeBron, especially AD because yeah. he looks fucking real. It, yeah. And playing defense with their and and all the pieces they brought in complement. They got lucky with does. the Uber driver though. All right, I'm gonna be real about that. What's that? They got lucky with him. What? Uh, who's the uh, 
the guy that picked up that was literally just driving fucking Uber like a year ago. Oh, oh was that yeah. Austin Reeves? Yeah, Reeves. Yeah, yeah, they got lucky with him because nobody expected shit. Dude, I, dude, I saw some of his he's highlights. Been awesome. Dude, dude is uh, dude's pretty good. He's uh, he's pretty funny too. Like uh, he did the little man thing, the old boy in Chicago. Yeah, and then, and then, yeah. And then did you see what LeBron said to him or said about him? Uh-huh. He's like. You know that's Austin Reeves, baby. He's all, he's always got my back, even though he likes Kobe more. But I'll forgive him. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. Can we talk about that for a second? They yeah. were interviewing him in a towel in the locker room. Did you see that when he said that? Were, were you looking like, down? No, this is what I'm saying though. They straight up like I feel like he let the man get some clothes on or something. He literally just had a towel on and he's joking about that. And I'm like, that's the first thing I thought. I'm like, I feel like maybe we should get some clothes on the guys before we talk to them. But dude, that's old that's school, me. baby. That's how you're uncomfortable, Danny. Yeah, one too many Bud Lights. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> the world is blowing up. Oh, one beer at a time. One beer at a time. A certain beer at a time. I did want to chat, and I do want to. I, I am going to have a soapbox moment. I hope you guys have it too. I really do. But the Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese, we haven't chatted about it since the national championship. Yeah, and. Obviously, you guys have the seen drama. The, all the drama going on with it. Mm-hmm. Angel getting crucified for even being being over boisterous or whatever hand gestures or basically throwing the antagonizing stuff into Caitlyn's face, right? And Caitlyn has done it too. Now, I'm also starting to get really bothered. I, obviously, you guys have seen that they try to turn this into race now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? I see people all over in it. Makes you kind of, you know, I think about saying something. I'm like, nah. right. I've, I'm nah. this one. This one I'm going to touch. I'm going to touch nicely if I can. There is it. So when it first happened, I'm giving you, I'm going to give you my first raw emotion when this was, when this game was going on and when she was doing it, right? I was irritated and pissed instantly. Now to put that into perspective though. Was I was also that's when you're a fan of a team you're going to be like that and definitely initially I wasn't a fan of Jair Alexander doing the gritty in front of fucking um, Justin oh Jefferson yeah. and that won't piss me off even probably even more considering it wasn't him that even stopped the pass it was it was an overthrow right. and you're gonna <laughs> gritty you piece of shit fuck you but with all due respect but yeah. my initial emotions were that right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Another day or so, the next day. Um, I I was thinking about this in the moment, like a couple hours later, but then definitely the next day. I was like, you know, I can't I can't be a hundred percent mad at her because, like, honestly, I would like it if my team did the same thing. I'm more disappointed that the they didn't get up in her face like after she kept going. So this is where I'm gonna draw the line in the picture for everybody. The race thing is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> the reason why she's being crucified had nothing to do with that. What it had everything to do with, they're like, oh, Caitlin Clark did it. Here it is. It literally is a two-second thing not in somebody's face when she did that. Yeah. Literally. It was like that. Boom. What was more, what was bad about this one is that she literally followed her around the court for like fucking three minutes, five minutes, whatever it It's, felt like. It was 15 seconds, but yeah. 15 seconds. I'm just talking yep, about what yep. it felt like because it was oh, so yeah. uncomfortable. She just kept going and going around and making sure I'm like doing this right. and doing this. I'm like. Just won't stop. And and what finally hit me is like, this has got to be on Mulkey. Like, fuck you. At some point, how do you not say, hey, 
Come on, stop now. Right. Be a leader of women, right? Of young women. You're supposed to be the leader of them. You're not, you're telling me you're not seeing that happen. You literally notice everything going on in the court. In fact, that you pushed a ref. There's shit, there's shitty ref calls in this whole game. But mm-hmm. regardless, shoving a ref, you're paying attention to every little aspect of the game, but you don't see one of your star players doing that, like going overboard. Cause that's the definition. You're going overboard with the, like the, the game was over. Yes, there's 15 seconds, but it was over. And you went beyond just that. You just kept going. And the head coach did not stop you. How do you not stop? If you, even if you're down for that, I'm watching my, if I'm coaching kids or whatever, and they're kind of doing a little something, not in someone's face, because that would be a no at that age. But if they're just like doing a dance or something like that. Now, if they keep going with that dance for an extra fucking couple minutes or whatever it is, 30 seconds, beyond like the initial thing, uh, I'd be like, all right, guys, that's enough. Come on. Like, let's, let's line up. Let's do our thing. You know, like at no point was she stopped from doing it either. And at no point did someone come up and tell her, like they had this personal vendetta, the whole team against the person that literally they had, they played. I don't even know if they played against her, but definitely not this season. They no, had. but old girl did. Angel Reese. Yeah, it is. Angel That's, Reese had. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But has she ever done anything to her? I don't know. Right. Yeah, yeah we're going so. off of like some other stuff. Is my point? Yeah, right. They went after. They had like whatever they did for mentality to get up for the game. Fine. They they made it some, worked. They yeah. made some Michael Jordan false narratives. You've seen. Yeah. You seen that, and it worked for them. But uh, we first off stop going fucking race all the time. That, there's nothing to do with. I think that she called herself the Bayou Barbie. Has nothing fucking to do with race in this. It doesn't. It literally, and not in my opinion, at least, it it literally is because you made it awkward. I felt awkward. It's almost like watching that comedy movie, any one of them, and there's the awkward fuck part that you just, you know what's coming. You've seen the movie before. You know what's coming. You're like, uh, I can't. This is like that weird part. Yep. You know, like Bridesmaids, I think she has that. She has an awkward moment where she's like doing her mental breakdown, you know. I'm like, uh, you know, it's like gritty. It's like, dude, yeah. someone should have stopped her. One of her teammates should have went up and said, all right. We right. got it. Like, hey, let's celebrate us now. Right. You know? Right, and yeah. that didn't happen. That's that's my biggest thing is, like, when I first, first saw it, and I only got the second clip of her, like, game ended and her doing this, I'm like, ice cold. Ice cold, right? Cool. Mm-hmm. Then I saw the whole deal. Her falling around, 15 seconds, pointing her finger. I'm like, I'm like, at what point do you just, like, stop and go, I'm going to go celebrate with my teammates now. Like, celebrate us and everything and not – you know, taunt to uh, this player for 15 seconds, you know, or yeah. whatever. The, but the first one, she did it right away or whatever. Not a problem. I'm like, okay. Yeah. You know, like, yes. Yeah. Boom. In the moment. There it is. It should be done. I agree. Shouldn't have anything to do with race. Doesn't have nobody's crucifying Angel Reese because of her. She's a black woman and was doing it. No, they're crucifying her because 15 seconds following her around on the court like a puppy dog. That is why people are crucifying her. Yeah. Yeah. So it just wasn't classy, right? So she, it's not like, so Kaylin did that, but it was at the team. It wasn't at a particular person. It was like, you, and you've got to have that competitive nature where you talk a little shit. It makes it more entertaining. It's yeah. fun, right? If I'm out there, I'm doing the same thing. If in I'm the, drilling in the shit, yeah, in the, the game, game right? right? Yeah. Um, but what hurt was just what you said, right? So she followed her around and did all that stuff. So the fact that they made it about race was bullshit. Mulkey wasn't going to say anything because that woman should have been kicked out of the game, teed up, something, at least a few times. She was on the court 
a lot, and she should not have been, but they let it go, and they let it go. Mm-hmm. So in my opinion, this game, besides the shit with Caitlyn and Angel, it like the refs were terrible. No, Iowa lost the game, okay? That's fine. Yep. But we didn't get to see the best of either team because everybody had too many fouls and nobody could really play as aggressive or how they wanted throughout the game. Yep. Yeah. That should be talked about more instead of the race thing. So they turned it into this, well, you're doing it because of this. It's like, no, girl, you were following her and you were being like more disrespectful about it, not just like talking shit, right? Yep. That's the deal. But Caitlin's response was awesome. Caitlin responded after that, and she's like, I don't think anybody should be saying anything about her. And I would do the same thing. It's all fun. It's part of the game, whatever. So I love that part that Caitlin said about her. Now, what adds to this, though, is the media tries to make even more about race, and they go back to the South Carolina game when Iowa's coach before the game said, yeah, this is going to be a bar fight. This is going to be aggressive. We're going to really have to go after him, blah, blah, blah. And after the game, South Carolina's coach said, uh, I can't remember exactly, I'm paraphrasing, but she's like, this wasn't a bar fight. We're not animals. We're not monkeys, blah, blah, blah. Like she turned it into like she was talking shit about the team. But if you're about to go play a really aggressive team that's physical, Right. Bar fight's a common thing to describe what's about to happen, right? Yeah. Right. So, it, bigger, just bigger girls, you know, bigger girls. I, I was, you know, undersized, so it was literally going to be that of, for them. And one of the better defensive teams in the nation. Exactly. Right. So They're it physical. was going to be a slugfest. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so for Angel to try to act like I was defending my SEC girl because Caitlin brushed one of them off to shoot a three. Yeah. How many times have we seen that? That's not a new thing. If you can't shoot, I'm going to let you fucking shoot. Hey, yeah. Th- that's not a thing. I saw an awesome fucking thing, and I agree with this a thousand percent. If you are playing, if Caitlin Clark is doing this and giving you 15 feet to right. shoot a three-pointer and, three you, don't, pointer, you, don't and take you, you can't do it, should you even be playing D1 basketball? Right. I, oh, I did if, see that, yeah. If you can't shoot, shoot a that. goddamn three wide with someone open. wide open... Should you be and your point guard? We're not talking about the center here, right? Yeah, you're the goddamn point guard, shooting guard. You can't shoot that and make that. You shouldn't be on a D1 you shouldn't team. be on D one team, right? There's plenty of girls right over here that in high school that can probably in high do school that. that can pop it. Or you're leaving me wide open? Are you shitting me? Right. Yeah. yeah. Like that's that's on you. Yeah. Listen, if if you do that to me and we're playing, I'm taking that shot every time. Right. I'm taking that as disrespectful. Nobody else is. Right. right? Like Connor. That's one, the shit. One of the worst. Well, he got better this last year. Connor McCaffrey, we're talking about one of the worst three point shooters. He really was. He's more of a basketball mind, right? They did that to him, and he would still shoot it. You, of course, his dad's like, "Fucking shoot it! I don't care if you're the, I don't care if you're by far the least field goal efficient three point shooter on the court. You will not let somebody leave you that wide open on purpose. And not take it, yeah, and not take it. Because what if you do catch fire, right? Like." I don't know. There was a lot. There was a lot of drama with it. I just wanted to put it out there that, like, first off, the race thing needs to stop. Like, we bring in the race narrative every fucking time. Like, are you kidding me? There was nothing racial by any part of this. To the game point, which was very frustrating, was literally the that was the worst refing game I've ever seen in my. I can't even say it in my life anymore because it feels like I'm saying that a lot anymore. Like the NFL had a really bad year of it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> NBA had some. It is a really, really badly ref game. And to your point, I do believe – I believe the Hawkeyes would have had a shot. I mean, like, a, it, the game would have been a hell of a lot closer. But we don't know because they literally fucking – and they did it to them too. 
So I can't say it was just exactly. Yeah. They 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 were in foul trouble. That's how we know the girl with the blonde hair, uh, afro, that killed she, us in the yeah, first caught, half. Yeah, caught fire oh, from yeah. three. Like yeah, and then what she made like South. She had twenty one in the South first Carolina. half. LSU averaged like six three point field goals a game. They had yeah. like fucking seven in the first quarter, and she right. had like three or four of them, whatever it was. Yeah, I think, I think I would lose this game on the simple fact that LSU shot. Out of their minds. Stupid, yeah. Stupid, stupid. So I just think it was they were that, hot for a game. Yep. Yeah, for the right game. And so I think game would have been closer. I think it much closer, closer. But I think just it's hard to when somebody's having Especially Morris on the stretch. Right. It, it, it when somebody's just on fire and having insane. the game, it's yeah. hard hard to beat that, right? Yeah. And that's what I was telling my son. My son's a big time Iowa Hawkeye women's fan, especially Caitlin. And I was like, I had to look at him a couple times. I was like, bro, sometimes it's just not your day. And it's somebody else's. And literally, that's how this game went. They did everything they could to punch back and bring themselves back. And then a miraculous foul call would come in there. And then, mm-hmm. but regardless, they they were making stupid shots. And like it isn't like a, it, it isn't like the refs gave them shots. You know what I mean? Gave them threes. They were making everything. Alexa Morris. I can't remember what it was. It was like what twelve or fourteen in the last points for LSU and she was making everything everything, everything yeah. off balance it did I'm like we saw the one shot and I'm like Jesus she's just she just can't be stopped right now you know I'm like yeah yeah here's the problem the like nobody offensive. nobody watches women's basketball because w- people feel like the talent isn't there right uh, same as guys which is fair but when you have an opportunity to showcase the two most talented teams, especially when you talk about Caitlin and a, a number of LSU players, right? Yep. You have to let them play so people can see that. Maybe that'll pick up next year. But instead, you lock that shit down, and it could have been a 120-point game on each side. Like, yeah. that, you just fucked yourself they, there, too. They already, I don't know if you saw this, it, is, it has helped women's sports tremendously. Iowa women's ticket sales had to stop. They had to pause. I saw that. They had to pause. We're talking about yeah. women's basketball. They had to pause sales because they were flying off. The the season the tickets season were flying tickets, off. The yeah. season tickets are yep. flying off. They had higher ratings, both the Final Four game, I do believe the Elite Eight, the Final Four, and the National Championship than any NBA game that has been on ESPN this season, right? You know, I saw... When you see some, when you see something special happening, you want to witness it. Whether you're a fan of that person or not, you want to hate. That's usually how it goes, right? You, it's not good for the NBA Finals to not have the best player in it in LeBron. It isn't because you're gonna have haters come in and people that in, that are arguing for him, right? Right. Same thing with like the maybe that's the reason why the Patriots are always in there, right? You have people that hated the Patriots, hated um, Tom, yeah, but he had their fans, of course, right? Yeah. So, Still tuning in, but yeah, yeah, you know it's funny. Me and Allie had a talk the other day about you know which would you rather like uh, either see a concert or a sport, and I was like, honestly, I'd probably watch this. I, I want to go see a sporting event or something like that. Like, really, why? And I'm like, the chance of seeing something great or being in the building for something magical, you know, is or a record setting or something like that. Like, concert is a one time deal. I can hear them on the radio. I can. Know that, but you know what? But being in the building watching somebody get their 2000th hit or you know, whatever it is, 100th history. home run or history, yeah. Right. And you can look back in the record books or it's brought up, you know, every year, like, hey man, I was there when they did that or when they, whoever mm-hmm. did that, you know, and uh, just something 
we had talked about or whatever. Yeah. Kind of the same thing you, you were saying when you witnessing that the historical moment going on. Yeah, Adrian yeah. Peterson. Me and that's still huge to me. Me yeah. and my son got to watch that. I got to watch probably the last running back to ever do it, like because of where the game is went now, right? Yeah, we got to watch Adrian Peterson cross over two thousand yards and come up nine yards short of breaking the all-time record. We're in attendance. You can't take that away. What I don't know, unless you're gonna see Ozzy bite a bat's head off, I, I I'm with you there. Like how. I'm not saying a concert's a bad thing. What I'm saying is, are you going to see anything that is like the rest of your life? You're like, oh my God, I saw something historic. Never again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. Agreed. That's what that's what I had on over. I had to get that off my chest. I'm just tired of seeing all this shit, to, especially the race part. I'm like, oh, we are getting ridiculous. The only thing offensive in every part of this besides them blaming race is giving Angel Reese the most outstanding player award. They did it because of the season, right? Because she broke the record for double-doubles. She wasn't the best player in the game for either team. No, it's for the tournament. No. Yeah, I'm sorry. Which, if you look at her stats for the tournament, okay. Yeah, pretty pretty stubborn. Yeah. Yeah. But But she wasn't the best player in that game. She wasn't the best player in the game. But but then you still have the argument for Caitlin through all those. Like, she broke so many records. Like, I don't know how you don't. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. But But Rio has... uh, some fight card stuff going on. Let's uh, talk about UFC tomorrow night. Yeah, UFC 287, Pereira versus Adesanya 2. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so we'll kick off with perhaps some predictions here, and we'll start. Uh, let's see. I forgot Masvidal's on. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. So let's see. Yeah, we'll just, I mean, we'll pick two fights, ones you all probably know, where a Masvidal. Uh, plus three fifty versus Gilbert Burns, minus four seventy five. What you think? And the betting line should tell you what you think. Um, but your, what do you think? Your there? inner your inner gut wants you to do like some fanboy crazy knockout. I'm gonna ride with Gilbert Burns on this one. I'm gonna ride with Gilbert Burns because Jorge and his in the last fight that I that I witnessed him in. That was Col- yeah, that was Colby that I witnessed him in. Was he in another one before the- after that? Uh, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. I think it was Colby. Yeah, because then he got in trouble because he beat Colby up at like a restaurant, and that's been yeah, it. yeah. So he was very unimpressive in that fight. There, there was no, there was something wasn't something was missing in that man. I don't know, don't know what it was. Really don't. Um, Gilbert Burns, I'm gonna ride there. Yeah, I'm with you 100. percent all day I'm betting Gilbert Burns. Jorge's, he's at the money point, in my opinion, right? He's almost, he's not Connor's level, but he's got the same mentality. He's got other things going on. He had a good run. Gilbert Burns is still fighting for a title, still right. grinding. He's so fucking good. He's probably top four. That division's gotten better, but he's so good. He's going to he's gonna beat him. Well, his last, yeah, yeah, his last two losses are Chimev and Usman. Yeah. Right. Not two bad losses right there. Right, right, and that you know, Jimmy, have, that was a close, close was really fight. Yes. I mean, he thought he was getting blown away. He probably felt he was getting thrown to the wolves, right? And I think it kind of lit a fire under him a little bit. He's only twenty-one and five. I mean, look at his record. So he's right there on the cusp. Um, I mean, obviously, yeah, I'm going Gilbert Burns. I think Jorge is, um, you know, he'll he'll pull one out every now and then. Uh, I think, but he's kind of like a. 
and Nate Diaz kind of guy. You're just tuning in to watch him fight and see what happens. Maybe he'll pull uh, something crazy. Some yeah, crazy and every now and then, exactly. Or, every now and then he'll pull something off, perhaps. But yeah, I think uh, the betting lines are probably about right here. I think Burns smashes his way through it, yeah. and we'll go to the main event. Israel Adesanya minus one thirty-five versus Alex Pereira plus one fifteen. What are you thinking here? This this one this one's a little more difficult. Like uh, maybe it shouldn't be because I do believe, if I remember correctly, Israel uh, was working him over for every almost every minute of this round till he wasn't right or of the of the match till he wasn't. Yeah, right? is that the yep. same one I'm thinking of? Because he clipped him. At the end of one of the rounds, if there was like five more seconds, he'd have won that fight. Yeah. 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 This one's tough. Um, I got to go with the redemption on this one. I'm going to go with Israel. Um, the last time, who was I? I just brought this up in conversation. Well, uh, old, old girl, when, um, when she had her, uh, when she got stunned, had her belt taken. Amanda Nunez. Oh, Amanda Nunez. Nunez. And then yeah. she came back in that next fight and just fucking murdered her, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think this, I, I don't think Israel's going to leave any any doubt in this one. I think he's going to go back and get his strap. What do you think, Danny? This is a tough one. It's kind of a kryptonite, right? Izzy has never beat him. Um, so, I th- what is this? Four, three years, four straight? That he's One, lost two, him. three. Three, right. So, going on, fighting fourth time. Okay. I, man, I'm going to, I bet on Izzy because I think he can fix his mistakes and go a little harder earlier. But I would not be surprised if he loses. Sometimes there's just matchups that don't work out. Um, and this could be one of those for Izzy, but I I think he'll pull it out, man. Yeah. Who, who are you saying he fought? They fought four times? Um, in so he's kickboxing. Kick they kickboxed twice, and then they fought MMA. Oh, once. okay. I didn't yeah. know that. And I think Pereira knocked him out both times. Yeah. Oh, okay. TKO'd him in knockout. So. That's okay. why then, Pereira came to the UFC. He's yeah. only fought six times in the UFC. Eight. Eight, eight times. Sorry, eight. Yep. Yeah. You're right. Um, well, I don't know how many times in the UFC, but MMA, he's seven and one. Okay, so I think it's six in the UFC, but he hasn't fought very much. Yep. He specifically came to beat Izzy again because he's done it before. And he did, so oh, it's going to be interesting, man. But where it are you at, Rio? Definitely interesting. And uh, I have an interesting take on this fight. Uh, I am going Israel Adesanya. Um, but I do think what happens in this fight is, yeah, he was winning, and so he's going to go out and be on his feet. But Pereira cuts so much weight, right? We know that. I think he's going to change of tactics. Once he starts getting him tired, he's going to take him down. Lay on it. I'm not saying maybe submit him, but maybe just look to beat him up on the ground. Stay away from his power. Smart. Perez. Yeah. At that point, you know, his power is negated, at least on his feet. Chances of getting knocked out or and you're wearing on him. The I weight like cut's it. gonna come more in the yeah. the play and then perhaps finish him off. Because he's know. big. He's yes. a big fucker outside yes. of fight week. Yes, yeah. he cuts a lot of weight. So I think perhaps that you know, because Israel knows three times he's been knocked out or take, you know, from his hands. So I think he's going to play this one smarter. I think he can, you know, slow him down on his feet, but I think that's going to be on the back of his mind. So I think he plays this one out a little, a little different and does go to the ground. Six and so he's seven and one. Mm-hmm. 
six of his victories by KO. Yeah. TKO. He's got that Francis power for his division, you know? Yeah. Jeez. Hey, I saw an interesting picture, by the way. What's you that? You saw that? The Legends? I know you don't, you don't like Francis, though. Uh, it was Francis. I think it was like uh, uh, oh. the the left tackle or whatever for the Jets, and then Arnold. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you know how big Arnold is, right? Yeah. Danny, are you looking this up? I don't. Know. I didn't know if you're looking it up. No. So you know how big Arnold is. He's tall. He's big. Looks like a baby. A baby next to these two gentlemen. Of course, the one the 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 dude's like six nine, six eight. Hey, nine. so Perez only fought in UFC four times. It's only four. Yeah. Okay, so he, six. yeah, he fought. Uh, isn't that crazy? Fight three times and get a title shot. Oh yeah, no, yeah. That's but that, that was LFA down there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't realize that either. I just wanted to go see who is, who he's beaten, and um, I don't even know who that guy is. Who That's the crazy fuck is that guy? Bruno Silva. It, hey, did Pe- Pereira was born a year after I was. That's how old I'm getting. Just think of where you should be. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, yeah. Are there any other uh, good fights it looks like out there? Those two are the big ones, right? But yeah, those two are the big ones. Um, so Poirier is going to commentate. R- That's Rob cool. Vaughn's fighting. Uh, Kevin Holland's back in the octagon. Uh, that young kid, Raul Rosas Jr. Oh, that's right. He is fighting right. minus 270 uh, favor over Christian Rodriguez, who is 8-1. That'll be, I think that'll be a really entertaining fight. Hell yeah. Uh, Kelvin Gastelum, he's on the prelims. Um, Curtis? Chris Curtis? Chris Curtis on the prelims. Uh, that's who he's facing. Um, Cynthia Calvio, how the mighty have fallen. She, Cynthia Calvio, she was a stud coming out of team alpha male in Sacramento and went on a tear, and I think she actually got a title shot and got beaten and just been sliding ever since. And that's really it, yeah, though. Not too, not too much of that. That young kid. Yeah, that'll be a yeah. Because is this only his second fight in UFC? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, I think that could be a really entertaining fight. That Raul Rosas Jr. versus Christian Rodriguez, seven and zero versus eight and one. And Chris, and Christian isn't. He isn't like way old. I mean, obviously he's older than that kid because that kid's only eighteen, but he's yeah, only yeah. twenty five himself. So that'd be interesting. You remember the fight that kind of make uh, that kind of made Cody Garbrandt famous against Dominic Cruz, the dancing he did, and then mm-hmm. he had to beat him up. Yeah. They're about to have a rematch, so they just like announced it today. Those two are going to go at it again, which is kind of funny because they're both old and not old as shit. great as they were then. So, right, I don't know what to think. Uh, here, here soon, gentlemen, we got to start uh, putting something together for who we yeah. Our first round mock. First round. We gotta do mock. a first round mock, gentlemen. Yes, we will. Uh, how much time we got right now? Fifty-five. Fifty-five. Uh, we can probably wrap her up. We start wrapping her up. Then I was gonna touch on the Jalen Carter thing, with, but it's gonna be there. We can talk about it on Tuesday. Yeah, it's yeah. all good. Um, you had a story, Jimmer. Round it to the nearest dollar. I think is what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So makes sense if you don't think about it. There probably does all at the same time. Let me talk about frustration. I like that wristband. That's cute. My my daughter made it for oh, me. Oh, okay. I like it. <laughs> I actually like it. Okay. And I, Man, we thought you were drinking well, Bud Lights before this well, or something. Actually, it came with my Bud Light can, so it was like, buy one. Can. Perfect. Oh, sweet. <laughs> I found a Cracker Jack box. What's up? 
Buy two, get one in your ass for free later. (laughs) (laughs) Told me, I'm like, you're not catching me drinking that yet. Uh Uh-uh. Yet. (laughs) That being said, I'm sitting there thinking about this. So, I know you guys have to feel the same way, okay? You go to almost any gas station, any any store where you go use your uh, debit card, right? And every single store has a program that needs to help some kids, some warriors, some soldiers, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. Would you like to round up to the closest dollar? Like, for fuck's sake, man. Like, and I mean this with all due respect. I really do. I mean, it isn't like I don't mind donating. But first off, you put me, hey, do you want to help the kids? Like, motherfucker. Why you got to put it like that? Number one. Nah, I was a kid before. I helped myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, but it's always like round up, round up, round up. I'm like, God damn it. You know, like, it's already expensive enough out here. Everything is went up. You know how much, let me put this into perspective for you. I usually only buy stuff if it's this for this. So what I mean is like if, uh, buy two for this price. You know, It's very, very rare that I ever buy anything that is just individual. Like walk in and buy a pop and that's it. I usually find a deal up there. It's a two, four, whatever. At least well, makes it feel like you're getting a deal. Right, make it feel like it. Right, yeah. yeah. yeah I got it. Make yeah. me feel like Make it. me feel special. Make me feel special, right? So what I'm getting at is I go buy a pop, and it's like two fifty for a fucking 20-ounce pop. It's so stupid. So that pisses me off even more. It might even be more. I don't know. I know it's at least fucking over two. I'm like, this is stupid. This is where the fucking world is. And then yeah. you go yep. swipe the card for this, mm-hmm. and... I think I actually was buying my daughter a pop because I already had a couple monsters for my twofer. My deal. <laughs> yeah, you my deal. Your deal. He's got a, he got his deal earlier. <laughs> my deal. So I was buying her a pop. Would you like to round up to that? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I just spent fucking 250 for a pop. 275 whatever the fuck it is anymore. <clears throat> but it dawned on me. Why in the fuck do we have to keep hitting? Why don't they round down and take fucking what they... And they take it the other way. Hey, you know what? We'll only charge you $2 and the 50 cents we'll fucking chuck out. We'll cover it. Right. I'm like, round down. Yeah. Like, why are you trying to chuck me more? And then you're hiding behind the kids. Prove to me that they even go to it anyway. You might just be round... You might just be patting some Casey's fucking executive pocket. Yeah, dude. So you I got, got that t- bulldog special going on. Right. <laughs> I'm getting fucking catfish at the register every time. I, it's funny. I got two things on this. The first one is I don't do that anymore. I did for a while because I'm like, God damn it. Okay, yeah, round up. It makes it easier for me, right? Whatever. But ever since I heard, I can't remember if it's CVS or Walgreens, they got in big trouble because they pledged a donation to, you know, Red Cross or something, right, yeah. of X amount of dollars. Well, they couldn't pay that. So they started using the donations from people that brought it in to pay their donation that they had pledged. And so they got in huge trouble for that. So I'm like, fuck you guys. I'm not helping you with what you said you would do. But second, there's an episode of South Park on that where um, whose dad is that? Stan's dad or whatever. He's going up and he's like, fuck, I don't want to go to that guy. He always makes me feel bad for not donating to the kids, you know. And so he's like, all right, whatever. And so he's hey. I'm not going to donate. So just don't say it too loud. I'm just, I'm not going to do it. Okay. Just so you know, like, don't tell everybody whatever. And they goes, Oh, don't worry about it. We have a new process anyway. And he's like, Oh, okay, cool. So he goes to pay for his shit. He's like, uh, go ahead and just touch the screen right there. And he's like, 
I already said I, I'm not going to do it. And he's like, okay, so just go ahead and touch the screen, answer the questions. And he's like, okay. So he does. And he's like, okay. And so X amount of dollars is your change, right? And he's like, all right, where's my change? And he's like, oh, you just got to take it out of that little kid's mouth right there. So there's this little kid that's got the, that's got the money spitting out, and he's trying to pry it out, and everybody's looking at him like, you piece of shit. Oh, dude, that had me rolling. I'm like, that is perfect. Well, I'm just, I'm oh, just saying, I'm like, it, it just, it's never ending. And right. like everything has gotten so expensive, right? I almost choked my wife today when we got home. So I go shopping with her and all that. Not in the good way. Either. Oh, okay. Yeah, not the foreplay way. So go grocery shop with her. She, we getting all the normal stuff. You know, she grabs a bag of grapes. Don't think anything about any of this shit. By the way, if you spend $15 at Fairway, you get uh, four sticks of butter for free. Just okay. So you know. That's good. $5 value. Jeez. I'm sitting there adding stuff. I'm like, oh, I don't know how much the grapes are. But we need to spend fifteen dollars in the produce. I'm like, ah, you need like one more thing for like three dollars or some shit. Which will eat the vegetables and all that shit. Yep. Get home. She's like, hey, by the way, those grapes were eleven dollars. I'm like, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Ten, or she said ten. The ten, whatever the change. I'm like, fucking eleven dollars. So we're back. But we're back to the fucking orange juice jug. I was telling you about the fucking twelve dollars. We are fucking insane people. Yeah. I'm like, are you so kidding me? I'm like, at fucking grapes for $10. Like, I like grapes. Fuck that. Don't like it that much. Right. No shit. Like, God damn it. Cigarettes don't even cost that much. No. So it costs you less to kill yourself with a fucking cancer stick than it does for fucking some healthy food. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, I always laugh. They're like, would you like to donate to a world? Bitch, I am the poor. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can we get some of that back? Yeah. Is that coming to me? Where's yeah, that going? Is Where's that, my is rebate? That, I'm like, actually, I already do. I pay my fucking, I pay my taxes, and it goes to the EBT people of the world that right, just choose not to work. So I already do donate. Yep, I'm taking care of over here, baby. Right. That's good shit. <laughs> That's good shit over it there. It makes sense when you think about it. Just my rant. Definitely makes sense. Well, we'll go ahead and start to wrap her up, gentlemen. For those of you beautiful people that found us out on the interweb, be sure to like, subscribe, share the whole nine yards. We really appreciate it. Uh, but where's the podcast available, Jimmer? Anywhere and everywhere podcasts are available. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and YouTube. YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. Let's go. YouTube, don't forget it in case he didn't say it enough there, ladies and gentlemen. And we do like to tell a good story, so be sure to hit us up. We'll tell your story. Go ahead and slide on in. To our DMs. Get us that story. We'll get it out to all the folks that want to hear it. You know, we do as well. We can omit names if that needs to happen because you never know. could be some embarrassing stuff. Uh, but we can take care I of that for you. <laughs> yeah, I we hope have. it is. Hope for the love of God, we hope it is. Uh, but we can take care of you, get that story out to all the folks that want to hear it. So make sure to slide on into those DMs. Absolutely, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This is 3 Good Sports. We out.